Hi, my name is Charlotte Rebby and welcome to the Anomaly Knees podcast where we discuss whatever. Okay, hi guys, welcome to this episode of Anomaly Knees with my guest, Olga. Yay! (laughs) (laughs) This is the second time we're recording this because the first time I accidentally deleted it. So that's great. Very Very sad. What I was just about to say is that I found out um, today that I basically have three different courseworks due like within a week. Oh and no. It's just, and it's very soon actually. I literally have like a week and a bit to fit, to do them all. And I literally don't even know what they're about because I haven't looked at any of it. So that's nice. The teacher's just like, okay guys, so you all know that you're going to be doing this essay for me. Blah, blah, blah. And everyone's like, yes. I'm like, okay. Oh no. I don't even- I don't even know what I'm writing about and some people are like oh yeah I'm gonna start the English one today so that it doesn't all pile up I'm like uh fuck Mm. Um, so do you have like a portal or something where all your work goes there's a few different ones which is why I was really confused when I first signed up with all the admin stuff because they're a bit like disorganized there's stuff everywhere the main one is so the the one that's connected to the school website is called my saint um, right and then from my saint you can access moodle and moodle is where you basically have all your courses and all the information you need from your courses so and then from moodle you can access panopto i think it's called which is where all the lectures are and then also from moodle you can access this other website which gives you the reading lists for everything and it's also just like anything that you need to do before any of the lessons so it has reading but then it also has like screenings for the films and stuff as well interesting um so it's a bunch of different websites that it took me a while to figure out what was going on because they're all over the place and they're not the easiest but yeah now I have a hand like a handle over it so it's okay that's good that's good yeah sounds like a lot of stuff (laughs) yeah but anyway let's talk about you this is you are the guest yes you are on a gap yard I am indeed on a gap year, yes. I am reapplying for classics at Cambridge primarily and hopefully some other places as well, like Durham and St Andrews. Cambridge and others. <laughs> and Yeah, as it's been previously yeah. and I was have been unsuccessful. Oh yeah, you did apply before, didn't you? Oh. Yeah, um, for natural sciences. <laughs> so do, you think, do you think you'll it'll be easier to apply for classics than it is for natural sciences? Yeah, definitely. I feel like if you look at the statistics, as a starting point, um, one in five get in for natural sciences and about one in two get in for classics. But then again, people who are applying for classics have already got um, that like basic knowledge of Latin and of Greek, um, which is kind of only taught in like very select schools and is already a much smaller pool of a lot more competitive applicants. That's quite true, actually. Yeah. Would you, if you got a place um, at Cambridge for natural sciences, would you do it? Or would you still pick classics now? Um, well, I mean, I can't apply for natural sciences again. But look, if, I, if I did have a place, I don't know. Yeah, I don't yeah. Think, hypothetically. Yeah, hypothetically. I don't think I would be happy to go do it now first because I actually realised I hate maths with a passion. And I think if I ever had to do maths again, to the level that we did it at school just no never please did you you do further maths as well no I did I did regular maths but I did four so I did four A levels which was pretty tough and um 
yeah I feel like there's more kind of creative control control in classics there's more it's more of a broad spectrum of the of things you can do like archaeology and ancient history obviously the languages themselves and the kind mm. of the ancient literature well the natural sciences it's all kind of I don't even know what yes. it is there's just there's a lot of science which is good in itself and there's a lot of broad things you can study but I feel like I've always been a creative person I feel like I'm definitely more towards the humanities side if I think about it yeah uh would you be interested in a career that's in the sort of classics arena or would you be up for anything because I think there's some you know like most degrees they're not that important with regards to the job that you get at the end of it I don't think yeah job completely different to your degree or would you would you specifically like something to do with that kind of that field I don't know I mean that field obviously is interesting in itself but I feel like at this point in my life I kind of want to choose something that I want to be happy studying at uni and then I feel like obviously a degree from a competitive university is kind of sets you up well for the Mm -hmm. rest of your working life and I feel like with natural sciences there's almost an expectation to go into the scientific field and I don't Mm -hmm. really see myself doing that so that was another one of the reasons why I didn't really want to go into it yeah fair enough like when did you realize that you didn't want to do natural sciences when did you come to that decision well I feel like it came it was it was it was I kind of made it I think as we were finishing up our exams I kind of sat there to myself and thought like I really cannot be bothered to revise for all of these <laughs> for all of these science subjects and I was pretty burnt out at that point as well um yeah. but I just felt like it was never a burden to do Latin like I always turned up and it was just I had fun in the lessons even even if everyone else in my class was not I feel like I can't name your, yeah the yeah, one I can't name one bad yeah exactly I can't name one bad lesson where I was like well I mean there were obviously hard lessons but I did enjoy it in the bigger picture obviously mm-hmm. yeah that's the best thing like when I would do drama it would always be such like a, a mood change from all the other stuff I was doing because I'm doing all these like humanities and they're like loads of essays and like big concepts and then you go into drama yeah. and you're like, buzzy bees and I'm just like, oh, he'll be like, oh, you guys seem stressed. Shall we do like some mindfulness together? And then for the next 20 minutes, we're just lying on the floor imagining we're on. Oh, my God. And it's just like so different. It was like, I can't believe everyone else in the building right now is doing work. And this is what we're doing. <laughs> um, yeah. So that keeps you going. So it's nice to have that one lesson that's like, OK, this is chill. Yeah. Yeah. And everything else is very hardcore yeah and I I kind of I never really liked writing essays it was always stressful for my little brain to kind of plan it all and then I mean I wasn't well I wasn't really bad at it I just found it kind of stressful to plan and then put it all put my thoughts down on a page I thought like my thoughts were everywhere and I mm-hmm. felt like with with kind of Latin I found a way to say it in a, in a way I feel like yeah it was quite quite good but I am kind of I am stressed at having to write a lot more essays than I have in my school career mm, and when I go I to uni essays. I really hate it <laughs> and I've focused all on essay subjects really so that's yeah nice. yeah but I really don't enjoy them actually I sometimes it's really satisfying when you know exactly what you're trying to say and you know that what you're saying is good and everything just like comes together nicely then it's like the it's really enjoyable it's like you're doing a victory lap exactly exactly yeah but otherwise it's not fun (laughs) no Um, it's not I enjoyed doing my English coursework for example Um, yeah but everything else nah 
<laughs> no. Yeah. I feel like if you got a good plan in place and you know what you're saying, it's good. And if you have the time, time as well is a big thing. If yeah. you're doing it under time, then that's just hard. Mm-hmm. So what are you planning to do for your gap year? So I'm planning right now, I'm looking for a job. So I've got an interview uh, at a pub in Elscourt on Friday. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, the other pub has the other pub that invited me to interview, I emailed them back with the times I could do and they never got back to me, which is quite sad. But Rude. um they were they had a they had lower pay per hour and it also was a bar job and I kinda of wanna do waitressing a bit more. Um like give different um the different pay if they're it's like the same company and everything. I don't know, probably location and stuff. I don't know. Because that one, one, the one that didn't get back to me was £8.90 an hour. And the one that I'm, the other one that did get back to me is £9 an hour. So it's like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what it depends on, really. And then there was one in Richmond where it was like nine fifty an hour. And I was like, oh, okay. Of course it's Richmond. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but they didn't get back to me, so it's fine. I can't really do, like, acquaintances. If I, like, know of you and you know of me, that's, like, the worst kind of thing. Like, what do you talk about? <laughs> no, I find that, see, we're the opposite there. That's, that's like, perfect because... Mm. Like, like strangers, yeah. We're strange. I don't know. I don't know what to say to them. Like, I guess in this, in the job, you sort of just do whatever yeah. it is to say. Yeah. yeah. This scares me, but no, it's, it's really good that you're doing that. Like when I was doing my um job in the, um in the summer, where I'm doing like recruitment, I have to cold call people, and oh. that is horrific. It's so scary. Oh. I, I just find these people randomly online, and then I'm calling them up, and they've never spoken to me before, and I'm like, "Hi, my name is da da da. I work for da da da. Do you mind telling me about your work situation?" And then I'm literally asking them such personal questions, like, "Oh so- my god." I like I felt really bad about it. I'm like, so how much money do you want? Um, are, you ha- are you happy with the job you're in at the moment? What kind of job are you looking for? What's your work situation? What kind of job are you doing? Um, how senior is your position? Do you know these technologies? What else? Uh, where do you live? Um, and where so do on. you live? Yeah, I just hate yeah. calling people in general. Like. <laughs> it was so bad I like I had to force myself to do it so I would like at the beginning of the day I was like okay I have to get through how I'd like count how many people I have to call and make a list of them and then I'd like even the um I'd work out how many hours I'm doing in the day and then I'd figure and then I'd try and do it so that like there's a gap in between each person I call that like is even throughout the whole day so that I have to get through each of these people but then get like some kind of break in between because of like a panic attack in the middle oh my Um, god (laughs) (laughs) I was thinking way too much about it and then so I'd have like at, at the beginning it was really simple it was just like five people and so those five people like every hour and a half I'd call one and I set an alarm on my phone and everything like you have to call this person now otherwise you're going to be behind on the schedule oh my god. Um, wait so did you do it from home or did you go in yeah somewhere? I was working from home oh my god there was one time when I was on the phone to someone and then my mum was really annoyed at me for like leaving something out of the fridge or something like that oh. and she didn't realize on, I was on the phone she rushes up the stairs and is screaming at me and she doesn't know I'm on the phone <laughs> And also bear in mind these people don't know that I'm just a kid one of these guys was saying to me oh you know how it was back in the day and how things have changed <laughs> and he was saying oh you know 20 years ago you know how it was and he was going into detail about how like the job industry has changed in 20 years and I was like oh yeah 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 definitely. yeah yeah yeah, sure, yeah, sure. yeah, yeah so like true. oh I 100% understand what you're on about 
um, and they, there's a bunch of people who are like on different visas because they they're from India most of them right. are. and I didn't know what any of these different visas meant but they were like oh yes yeah, so I'm on a second tier dependent or some shit like that I'm like okay sure 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 as cool. if like, that means and so then I, I didn't re- I didn't realize but some of them meant that they couldn't really work with unless, without unless they had like a sponsorship or something so then I, I didn't realize that so I just like okay cool 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 and I was like okay so I'll see if I can get you involved in the in the job and they're really excited and then I speak to yeah uh, and then I speak to my advisor and he says like this person needs a sponsorship to work here we can't we can't facilitate that and so I have to sort of dump them kind of it's, it's really embarrassing terrifying so do you still do it or not I I do it in the summer I, this is my fourth summer in a row doing it oh um, really yeah I, I just do it for a few weeks and then yeah does um, it pay well yeah it's pretty good and then um I managed to get commission this year for anyone I get on jobs. That's pretty, yeah. Oh, um, wow. Which is kind of nice. But it was, it's, it's so, it makes you realise how incompetent people are. Like, people just lie all the time. And I'm so trusting. I don't... Same. Like, like especially with CVs, because the C, it's such a difficulty, like, trying to find the right CVs, I tell you. Like, so first you have to you're given like a job spec of what you're looking for and essentially they just have to tick these boxes in terms of like three years experience in this particular thing um two years experience in this particular thing they need to know this 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 so then when i put it in the job board i literally just search those key words up and then when i get the cvs the ones that come up first as most relevant they're the ones that have those words the most times like the highlighted and i just go through the cvs i don't read them all i do is just see how much yellow there is in terms of highlighted oh. words i read i see <laughs> nice. how many highlighted words there are and then occasionally i look at the dates to make sure that they've done it for long enough and that's usually how you know like it's only later on when you have to sort of like properly read the cv and figure out the details because sometimes they lie i just couldn't be asked to do any of the reading stuff because i didn't know what they were on about anyway i don't understand what they're talking about and all this tech stuff so i'm just like okay if they've used java this many times then okay that'll do for me but then when you like go into the details you can realize that like they're not necessarily being that truthful about how skilled they are so like there was this one guy who seemed really good on paper, but then it turned out, and I was really, I was like talking to him and it all sounded really good. But then it turned out like the company he'd been working for for four years, he was the founder of, and he was also like the chief technology officer. So he basically was just running it all himself and he was making it sound as if he was doing all this. And it was literally just him doing his own little company thing. And then when I asked him for, for more information on it, he just sort of blanked me. He didn't get back to me about it. He was a bit rude about it. So, yeah. Christ, why can't everyone just be, like, nice and tell the truth? Nice, yeah. <sighs> me with my Depop shop and my CV. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, honestly, the Depop thing, that's very impressive to me. Yeah. I think that's really cool. I tr- my mum tried to get me to do eBay for a while and mm. that gave me that freaked me out so I quit and gave it gave up the shop to her. Mm. So now she's selling all this stuff under my name because it right. freaked me out too much. I was selling stuff apparently too cheap so that by the time uh postage was taken into consideration it was like I was I was only really just breaking even. I'm not very good at this whole business thing, as you can see. No, eBay is so much, like, Depop is, like, the least complicated one of them. Like, eBay is so much more complicated. Like, I can't do the whole auction thing, so I just set a price. 
and if it just if no one buys it for like a few months i just put it down like and the protection fee which is like really weird and then the delivery strange and you don't get your money until the person's confirmed that they received the item which like doesn't happen on depop you get the money straight away wait so do you not does depop not take any of the money it does it takes i think 10 percent no. I'm not sure if it's. I don't think Vinted takes a fee. I think Vinted kind of adds it. Well, the, when you when you buy it from what you're selling, do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. All right. But Vinted is cheap. I got a hoodie for one pound there the other day. Oh wow! And, and then I paid like three pounds for postage. <laughs> <laughs> classic. Okay. Honestly, classic. Yeah. How much of your the stuff that you're selling? What like proportion of it is stuff that you've made yourself, and then stuff that. Second-hand. Well, when I'm used to make it actively, it was mostly the stuff that I've made. But now I've only th- I'm only selling like five things that I've made because I haven't really been active on the shop. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, I want to make. I've been meaning to make a new design for a long time, but that's like that's going to take a while because I have to ne- get like new screens and like new equipment, basically. Mm-hmm. When did you get into that? How did that come about? Um, I just saw people doing it, other people like doing screen printing, and it wasn't like that popular at the time. And I, like it, it gave like really good results because you could just basically put any photo on it, and then um, you can also like reuse the screens and stuff, and then you can print it in different colors and stuff. So yeah, and I saw that, and I thought it looked pretty cool, and so mm-hmm. I just thought I got into it. I made my own design, and then. Yeah, kind of it petered out a bit when I had exams, and then I really couldn't. I can get back into it after that. So unfortunately, hopefully now when I gap year, it'll be good. Yeah. Plus, I made quite a lot from it as well, which is also good. Yeah, I guess because it's handmade, you can like charge extra and stuff. Exactly. Exactly. Mm. What kind of people were buying it? Do you know, like the demographic? <laughs> like. <laughs> Your usual, like that kind of, you know, the the role as my backy kind of girls. That's why, <laughs> that's why I could bump it up because, like, my demographic is basically private school girls mm-hmm. and like ex uni of Exeter students. I actually can't remember if I've sold to Exeter. I've sold to Cambridge a few times. So, what are your rowing plans? My rowing plans. Well, I'm taking a bit of a break right now. I feel like I kind of deserved that after last year, the pain of last year. Physical yeah, pain just... or was it did you lose a competition or something? Both. I mean we no, I mean we did really well last year. It was just a lot of things. A lot of a lot of things. It was just really busy, just a really busy schedule with our exams and stuff. And then obviously we had to keep rowing after the exams were done and then everyone was like off doing their thing and we still had to come in into school, which was emotionally a bit like, Oh, we're back yeah. here again. And then yeah, no. Were you going start... during exams? During the exams, or did you have? I'm trying to remember now. We could miss sessions for exams. Yes, I think that was fine. Okay, but um, not for like. So if you didn't have an exam, you still had to go like on that day. No, they were quite lenient with it. Like if we if we told them we felt like we needed more time to revise, they were like, yeah, that's fine. But I didn't stop going completely. Like I went on like yeah, I went a few times a week, and then I went on Saturdays, obviously, because that's like fine. That's a lot. But then we only had exams like one week at a time, I think, except the middle one, right? Oh, it was a it was a whole mess that time. I can't even remember. Yeah, yeah. I think there were two weeks of exams during school, kinda, and then there was the holidays. Yeah, or something like that. And then there was a week's break after the holidays, and then there was another two weeks, or was it another week? Something like that. I can't remember. And that was no. during. Oh no, there was the, the there was one week where it was just exams. It was like study leave, but then also exams. 
Yeah. And then there was yeah. another week where it was school and exams simultaneously. Yeah, I feel like, and then, yeah, it was all very stressful. And then I feel like now I just want to start going to the gym again and then maybe kind of get back into it slowly. And then hopefully mm-hmm. by spring, I'd be able to join a club and do some more because I really don't want to do the winter training because it's dark and gloomy and the weather is bad and it's cold and it's dark in the morning and it's dark in the evening. And let me tell you, rowing in the dark is not fun. Oh, it's do you not have fun. Lights? Do you have like, yeah, okay. we do. But that's not for us to see. That's mostly so other bo- other bo- boats can see that we're there. They don't go oh. into us. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's a struggle. When you're in the gym, do you do specifically like the rowing machine, or do you do like a bit of everything? Oh, that's that's a, a separate part of training. Um, the rowing machine that we do that like two three times a week, and then and then we also have well in la- at school we used to have um. Like regular gym, like weightlifting, three times a week as well. Weightlifting, oh wow! I mean, it was it, there was some weightlifting, like there was squats and deadlifts, but there was like other just kind of gym exercise type things. Mm. But it wasn't like proper weightlifting. Like mm-hmm. when you're on the rowing machine, would you would it be like you have to reach this pace and stay at it, or like you have to do this much in this amount of time, or was it just like go at it for however however you can? It was different sessions. Um, there was like, so steady state was just, it was about like two thirty minutes or three thirty minutes kind of at calm, kind of something that you can maintain for a long time. Like like going for a jog or something. It, just, it was about that kind of intensity. Mm-hmm. And then there were like tests and stuff and obviously preparation for tests where you had to go like flat out for a certain amount of time slash distance. It depends. And then, but yeah, it's like, there's quite a few factors playing into it. Like rate is how many strokes per minute you take. So they could be like, we're doing this amount. We, I don't know. We're doing 10 minutes at rate 24, which is obviously like not very much by rowing standards, but like a standard test. There's like two standard tests. There's two kilometers, which you do like at free rate. So you can basically go as fast as you can. Mm-hmm. And that takes about, so for me, I think my fastest was like seven minutes, 40 seconds ish. But mm-hmm. obviously, like for boys, it took less. And then there's also the 5K test, which is five kilometers. And you do that at rate 26. So it's a bit slower. But 5K takes about 20 minutes. Yeah, I see. And um, is it always at, you know, like the number 10 for the resistance, like the maximum? Oh, no, 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 no. You put it at like four uh, to replicate the water. Oh. You only do number 10, like in the gym if you're doing like a drill or something i would always have it on 10 i didn't realize that really was... yeah okay that makes it a bit easier <laughs> yeah a bit yeah because i was like i get tired after 10 minutes <laughs> oh no 10 minutes at number that resistance 10 is pretty impressive i can't lie oh thank god for that i thought i was yeah really <laughs> so you're now really you've now become really buff by doing that oh, the, the thing i don't like about it though is um what it does to my hands that's like the one thing. yeah oh my hands have healed now it gets really so, sore mine aren't yeah. like mine aren't calloused so then it just gets blistery and like nasty yeah i think they really blister now i mean that i still got like the hard bits on where they used to be so i think mm-hmm. obviously it'll take time to adjust but yeah it's, it's like, quite it's sad that they've almost healed it, it was a part it was a core part of me as a person you know mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like when I whenever I play guitar, I have to I have to basically do it regularly now because if I don't, mm. then it really hurts my fingers. Yeah, yeah. They, they get destroyed. 
and I haven't I hadn't been doing it for a few weeks so then I did it a couple days ago and I got blisters at the ends of my fingers which is lovely oh no yeah so you you play bass so you do play both you play regular guitar as well I can play the bass but I don't particularly it's not something that I do because I I don't own a bass first off and also I don't really feel like there's much I can do with it like if I'm playing on my own I like to learn songs and like learning the bass part of a song is just like you can do that in literally two seconds it's kind of boring yeah it's really boring so I don't (laughs) I'm not one who jams out on the bass or anything so I'd, I'd rather like learn well learning chords is really easy so that takes a couple minutes it's just memorizing them really um and then for other songs I like to learn stuff that's like intricate in terms of like the finger picking and whatever you're doing with that so like you know those like acoustically songs that have like funky yeah, yeah, yeah. Guitar. I like to do those kinds of stuff um they're fun to learn um and they're quite tricky and you have to put your hands in weird positions and stuff and yeah. it's also you have to learn how to use it on both hands it's not just um oh learn. really yeah because you, you need can to play learn. it with your no as in like you know oh, okay learn. there's like a well technically i'm i'm left-handed but i play on a right-handed guitar and right i've always done that just because that's the guitar that i bought and um mm. For the longest time, because I've done guitar for a long, long time, but for the longest time, it just wasn't something that I was particularly like, it didn't come to me that easily. And then when I started doing piano, it was much easier for me to like get into it. Like I picked up quite quickly. Yeah. And so I, I didn't really understand why that was. And then I realized it was because I'm playing with my wrong hand because the bit that I'd find difficulty in is the strumming hand, the hand that has to move. Like, move uh, like like uh, against the strings no I know yeah yeah and I realized that whenever I'm like you know air guitaring or whatever you want to call it (laughs) you know when you like pretend yeah yeah yeah. as if there's a guitar there I would always do it with my left hand Uh, right right hand and when I do it with my left hand my hand can move much faster than with my right my right hand doesn't move as quickly I'm doing it right now (laughs) (laughs) yeah I'm literally doing it right now and my left hand can do it really really well but my right hand is quite weak at it and that's what I realized and because when I was doing my guitar stuff like my lessons I'd be learning electric guitar where you have to do like some like really really like I remember learning Sex on Fire um, <laughs> by Kings of Leon and there's a bit where it goes and it's like really quick and I my hand just wouldn't do it I couldn't get to that speed and I realized if I had played it with my other hand I would have been all right at it so yeah yeah I mean my musical experience doesn't go far beyond me playing the piano I mean I was kind of forced into it at a young age but I didn't really like my teacher this was back in Russia by the way so mm. obviously it was quite intense yeah I didn't really like it I did it a bit here but then I really liked my teacher but it was like chill and then I didn't really like doing the exams so that was a bit yeah and he was always like yeah 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 yeah, yeah, I understand like you don't like the exams so I've signed you up for the exam (laughs) (laughs) Uh, yeah that's healthy (laughs) so did you do grades then yeah I didn't get very far I think I got like, like grade four or something and grade four is decent. I think that's sort of like if you're gonna stop, I think grade four is like the minimum. Yeah, yeah. Like I could like I can read music not very well, but I think like if I have a piece of music that's not very hard, I can kind of I can like learn it and stuff. So was the way that they taught it in Russia that different? What was what was up with that? I don't know. Just like everyone in Russia is like very like strict. Like the approach of something like you just get told off if you do it wrong and like. 
I think that that's just the approach to general things. But like the 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 fundamental difference between like what they do here and there music wise is like the notes because the do- notes are like do re mi like etc and not like mm-hmm. a b c so like for the longest time my teacher would be like oh yeah play i don't know c and i was like what the hell is that like this is not what i've learned <laughs> <laughs> then what would like the sharps and flats be called that's the, that's called the same that's no, so would it be like do sharp yeah that's really bizarre <laughs> Because I think of doe, a deer, a female deer. <laughs> no, it's just D-O. Ah, Ray, a drop of golden sun. <laughs> ah, that's, oh, that's quite funny. Huh. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's. I don't know. If, I think it's French because I, I don't know any. I don't know if any other countries actually do like ABC or it's like a British thing. Really? I don't know. I don't know. Huh? That's interesting. I didn't know that. Well, I know that's like the Western music thing. I know that like in some Eastern nations, they don't even have those notes. They have like, they have more and they're notes that we don't even, like I couldn't play some of their notes on the piano because they're like quarter notes. What, 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 but like the piano is the piano. It's the same everywhere. Mm, well, no, it's because, um, because you know, everything in the piano goes up in semitones. Yeah. Like, um there's more than a semitone. There's more than like there is oh, there are different right. frequencies within that space. And there are some oh. instruments that can play those and there's some, you know, cultures that acknowledge those those It's really interesting notes. actually. Yeah. Yeah. It's quite cool. We were I remember when I learned a bit about like Indian classical music for GCSE and the stuff that they would be like singing because they have their own different types of scales. Right. Um, uh, it sounds a lot like sort of um, moaning, kind of. But mm. the notes that they would sing, like, we we can't really comprehend them. Like, I, I wouldn't be able to replicate that on one of our instruments. Yeah, um, that's cool. But yeah. It's very, cool. very interesting. Very interesting. So you also have a TikTok. Oh, yes, I do have <laughs> a TikTok. Yeah, I'm not going to plug it here because embarrassment but i do <laughs> i do indeed have twenty thousand followers which is pretty cool that's pretty good that's yeah. very good how many likes do you have all together let me see <laughs> <laughs> i think like 1.8 million wow that's yeah that's it's so pretty cool, cool. It's do pretty you cool. do you know who some of your followers are have you like met people through it well yeah i have like well you know how you have like friends when you like follow each other. Mm-hmm. I have I, I have quite a few people like I've talked to a few of them like on Snapchat and stuff. And, like, some of them like big that some of them other big creators like would I know any of them? Um, well, do you know? Do you know? Um, well, I haven't talked to her, but like we're mutuals. Do you know? Um, nineteen ninety two Honda Civic. <laughs> Wait, no. Let me look. Let do you me. not know her? I think like I think like you do. She's like the history girl. I don't know. I'm just looking. I have never seen her before. Mm. Huh. Trying to see who else. But yeah, you do get to. Oh my god! Sorry, I dropped my phone on my laptop. Yeah, you do get to get to like meet and like interact with pretty cool people on there. Because you have to stay away from the annoying ones, you know. Do you go on live a lot? Because I remember going on TikTok live with you once. Yeah, I I don't I don't because I'm kind of scared of all like the old men on there. Actually, no, because I used to have a musically as well, right? Oh yeah. And I used to I used to go live on that, but then I would just get terrified because people I know in real life would join, and they would be like, "What do I do now? This is kind of embarrassing." 
Yeah, when people go on live on Instagram and stuff, I'm like, well, do they actually want people to watch? Or yeah, what do what do you want to achieve at this? I, I was, it would confuse me, and then I'd accidentally click onto it, and I read the worst thing because then my name pops up like they are or like they've joined, and I'm like, oh shit, I gotta hop out of that one. Yeah, embarrassing. It's just like um, before lessons started here, they had like this online fair type thing where there were loads of different channels for each different like subject and you could like hop onto them and then it was like a Q&A where the, the professors were sort of explaining what's going on and right. I and um I didn't know how much they were able to see but it turns out quite a lot so I just like clicked onto the Persian one because I was like, intrigued but then mm. as soon as I did that I saw that there were only two people watching and the two professors were like oh someone else has joined I'm like oh, oh no 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 <laughs> and I didn't I didn't want to be acknowledged I was like nope out <laughs> I hopped right out after that. And oh, then I, I joined the library one randomly as well. And then the librarians were like, people keep coming and going, coming and going. <laughs> just stop acknowledging us. Like, we're here, but silently, you know? We're just hidden at the back of the classroom. I don't want you to recognise me. Yeah, we're just sitting at the back. We're, we're not, we're not, we don't want to be acknowledged. Yeah, like, I'm not here. Forget I'm here. <laughs> I hate it when that happens. It's the worst. Just keep it anonymous, guys. <laughs> so you, you said you've never had a detention. I have never had a detention. Wow. I feel like I've had... No, because I remember when I was, saying, I was talking about it, I, I remember I had one notice for something and I can't remember for the life of me what it was. I was probably very disappointed that I received it, like, knowing me. I just, I just, I just want to tell you, have you, has anyone Atma told you about like the old grading system that we used to have for reports? Oh, whereas it's like one to four or something like that for different things or something. I don't know. It was, no, it was it was L, which is weird enough because now, you know, in pop culture, how L is like, you're a loser. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it was L is like this, like the standard they expect you to work at. Mm-hmm. And then L star was like, you've exceeded all expectations. And then there was R, which was room for improvement and then there was s which is serious concerns so if you got that you know you're screwed so i got i'm it was like i think it was first time in year eight and i got an r in maths because i got put in the top set and the teacher that we had i did not like him at all and then i did not understand r R is room for improvement Uh um and i did not understand the way he taught I'll tell you who it is later. It was just not, um, mm-hmm. I just didn't like him. He didn't understand his way of teaching. And yeah, he gave me an R and then I cried to my form tutor about it. And she was like, I could give you, I would give you a hug if I could, but I can't because oh, safeguarding. That's nice. Yeah, she was lovely. But then I got moved down. But then I had the best teacher ever, which was good. I, when I was, um, when I when I was do, in, in the band for the middle school musical, which he was directing, yeah, there was a po- there was a point in the middle of the rehearsals where it was towards the end when everyone's in the theatre and like people are stressing out, and there was a bit where like all the cast had gone, but the band was still there in the back, and we were just sort of like I was about to go for like a break or whatever, and as yeah. I'm like, walking out, he gets into like a gets into a big fight with one of the with the sound guy. 
Oh. <laughs> it's like a big it was so awkward like there's a few of us there who were just like watching this happen and they're getting so aggressive with each other and then one, oh, of, the, no. one, of, one of the other teachers had to like say okay not not in front of the kids like calm down <laughs> not in front of the kids not in front of the children yeah and he was like no you just just go outside take a break take a break take a break we're all just getting a bit heated over here you know mm. and it's like i do not belong here this is not where i should be <laughs> ah. I mean, I stood there and watched the entire thing. I was not leaving after it started. <laughs> yeah, it was too intriguing. Exactly, but it was it's it's really bizarre to see them like that. But yeah, I like I liked that kind of beef, but yeah, it's very yeah. awkward. Yeah, well, yeah, beefing yeah. with the teachers. I don't I, know how I, much we could. I don't know how much we can talk about that on here. <laughs> I mean, I would always like if there's a teacher that I don't like, it's usually someone I really de- like detest. Like I'll my entire being will just like throw up whenever I see them and I make it very clear to them that that's the case but only through like my body language because yeah. um, I'm too pussy to say anything to them exactly I'll, exactly. I'll, I'll make it very clear to them like passive aggressively yeah. <laughs> so I remember with my old teachers um in my old school I would um I spend the entire lesson trying not to make eye contact with them and I'd uh like just like rest my head on my arm and just like not answer any of their questions roll my eyes whenever I could all that (laughs) and I I think they were really stupid and didn't notice or they just didn't care (laughs) yeah they were were acting like it was like whatever and then sometimes I would oh like because my my problems with a lot of my teachers like one of my teachers specifically was that he was just stupid and he didn't know anything right whenever he made a mistake i would correct him <laughs> just to be that bitch in the summer just yeah. to annoy him like he can't make any mistakes because i'll watch him and i'll call him out on it and he made a lot because he was a fucking idiot i swear to god what i can't why was he why was he working at the school oh so stupid i i could tell you so many different things about him that were wrong and i think he got promoted and promoted and promoted i was like i'm done with this I can't that's us that's very sus. It is. Um, no, I remember how we got onto detentions. Can we talk about how we cheated? How we were cheating in tests? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes. So I know. I know at the school that we were at together, they that like people cared about their education a lot, and I don't think cheating was that much of a thing in comparison to my old school, anyway. Well, like, it wasn't in sixth form. What I said about the physics test being spread around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. repeat the story. <laughs> yeah, so um, this was like year, I think it was like year nine or ten, and um, we were like set in different. We were like in different sets, and and every every set took their tests at different times. And after the first set has taken the test, they would like go around and tell it, tell everyone what was on the test. And once even one of the sets has gotten it back before like some of the others have even taken the test so they would take pictures mm-hmm. of the test and they just spread it around the whole year yeah and yeah yeah oh and then I was like oh see we're just remembering our old conversation <laughs> yeah and then I was saying how um yeah for um it was a maths mock exam for GCSE somehow the paper was leaked about 24 hours beforehand and everyone had gotten access to it and then in the library before the exam everyone was there in the crowd in like groups trying to like work out (laughs) the answers to these questions and it was it was actually quite cool because everyone was like working it out together and doing all the maths and all the hard work and then 
as we were going into the exam hall, it was the entire year in this one hall. And then the head of maths comes in and says, so everyone, before we start the paper, I know that it's been leaked. And I'm very disappointed in all of you who looked. And (laughs) you'll never get anywhere in life if you're going to be like this, cutting corners. Cheating on a a GCSE mod. Wow. You're going to determine your entire life. (laughs) Very dramatic, yeah. Um, and he said, I will figure it out if you get 100% and you're usually in bottom set, I will know. And believe it or not, there was one kid who did that. Bottom set, got 100%. They had to call his parents in. It was like, how oh, stupid no. can you be? How stupid can you be? Just play a bit. Like, you get, if you don't want to get like 50%, get 70 Like It looks exactly. like you've worked hard. Like, don't really. Some kids, they're not very. It looks better on you as well. Like you'll be like, you've, this student has worked exceptionally hard this time to Mm. achieve this grade. Yeah, they're not good at cheating. Well, oh yeah, then uh, back on my story about me not being good at cheating. (laughs) (laughs) I (laughs) there was was an exam we had, and it was for classics. It was an end of year exam in year eight, and it was these exams we would do in our classrooms. And they weren't the most important thing in the world, but like at that time, it was one of the biggest exams we'd taken. Um, so, yeah, I was sat, I was sat next to this boy, and at the and everyone sort of has this agreement in all of our exams. Like, it doesn't matter if you're friends with this person or not. Like, everyone in the school basically knew that if you're sat next to someone in the exam and you're close to each other, you let each other look at each, like their work. <laughs> like everyone, yep. everyone does it. It's- your worst enemy you'll let each other have a peek at what you're doing and so I so I sort of nodded at this guy and he nodded at me like yeah we're just gonna be like generous with this and then there was one question and it was only a one marker so there was not really any reason for us to try and cheat with it but it was saying like who wrote whatever it is and we both had no idea and then the teacher went out for a couple minutes and then during that time we both were like okay guys who knows the answer to question and um, this one boy who was sat in the opposite part of the classroom. So we were at the front corner. He was in the back corner. He knew the answer, apparently. And so we were just about to get and the teacher comes back in. So he could only really communicate to us through, like, Chinese whispers across the classroom. <laughs> and, and so it, the, the news finally gets to us. But it must have been distorted a bit because we both ended up writing Vestal, Virg- Vestal, Vestal Virginia um which is not a thing vestal virginia it's i confirm vestal- it is not <laughs> it's the vestal virgins and also we never learned about the vestal virgins that was not the answer the answer was something like homer um <laughs> the answer was something like homer. yeah it was actually just like who wrote a fucking i don't know the odyssey and, the odyssey and we we both wrote vestal virginia which it does it doesn't exist and it it wouldn't have made sense for us to try vessel virgins anyway because we hadn't learnt it so how would we know that and we were the only two people in the entire year who wrote that answer and we were both sat next to each other so i was certain we were going to get in trouble for cheating because it's so blatant that we'd done it <laughs> but somehow the teacher never clocked she just put an x next to it and said nope wrong but yeah that that had me like sleepless for a week I, I was freaking out you're just worried you're gonna get put in school jail yeah I, I was so sure they were gonna do me in for cheating but I was and I was like what the it was like the dumbest thing to get caught for cheating on as well because like who can one mark in a <laughs> it was like a dumb, <laughs> a primary a dumb school. 
Yeah. Everyone, yeah, everyone cheated all the time. And then we became really worried when GCSEs were coming around because we were like, I've never actually we done a test. We won't anymore. I've never done a test without looking at the person's next, the person's work next to me. Like, literally had never done it. So I was like, how am I supposed <laughs> to do this? Literally every Personal single growth. Test. For the first, yeah, literally for the first four and a half years of my time in secondary school, there was not a single exam where no one had looked at each other's work. It was, uh, yeah. Classics is a fun time though. It's weird that your classics is like mostly um, kind of culture stuff, but like at uni classics is like Latin, Latin language, Greek language, and then obviously the literature from both languages you yeah. study and analyze, but well, also a bit of like yeah. architecture and stuff, yeah. Mm. The architecture stuff is the stuff that I remember the best, to be honest. Mm. I, I never like read the Percy Jackson books when I was younger. Oh, so neither. I, I wasn't one of those kids because there was a lot of them. Um, there was a lot of them. Um, I was never that person. But um, we also, like, our classics lessons were split. It was half the time it was all those things, but then the other half of the time it was learning Latin. Um, oh, yeah. So we did do Latin. Like, we never did Greek, but yeah. No, I'm yet to learn Greek. Fun times. Yeah. Which one do you prefer? Well, I haven't. I've never learned Greek, so I oh, don't know. Oh, have done it yet? Okay. Yeah. Well, I guess it'll be harder because they have like different writing as well, don't they? Yeah. Well, it's really similar to Russian. Oh, is it? Do you want to know, know the story behind that? Oh, definitely. Yeah. Basically, what happened was obviously back in, back in the day. This is like <laughs> seven seven hundreds AD. Once back upon a time. The, sorry. <laughs> Once upon a time. Once upon a time, in about seven hundred AD. Um, like the Slavs or the group of people living there, they obviously had not didn't really have a need to write down write things down, mm-hmm. and then um, in order to, but they they were like they had pressure from the neighboring peoples to kind of get the Bible in circulation and obtain kind of those views, uh, and become become Christian, but in order to that they actually had to have like a little written text, but they didn't have a written alphabet. So these two like guys, Greek speaking guys, they were like, oh, we'll make it for you. So we can translate in order to translate the Bible for the Slavs so the Slavs could become Christian. And so these two guys made up this alphabet, uh, which was so incredibly complicated. But then they <laughs> did get simplified. Like, look, look up glaglytic script. It just looks like someone's just drawing pictures. It's not like spell that. Uh, oh, my God. <laughs> G-L-A-G-O-L-I-T-I-C. Oh, oh, maybe there's a Y in there. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, um, yeah, that does look funky. Yeah, and it's like you see, it's not like it's not like um, like Japanese or Chinese. It just looks so random. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, then it got kind of changed, and it started looking a bit more like the Greek alphabet, which I think is cool. How how the classical influence has spread. Yeah. I spoke about this in my personal statement because I'm cool. Do they teach you that in your stuff, or is this like extra? No, I researched that because oh. I was interested. That's I cool. wanted, to, I wanted to say I am Russian. Look how cool this is. <laughs> yeah, no, that's a that's actually a really good link. They'll love that. Yeah. Wow. Thank for inviting you, Olga for coming along. <laughs> I am I was very glad to have been invited. Well, I did ask to be honest, but no, thanks no, for having I me. People, I wanted people to say that I didn't want to like say, okay, you're coming on now. Like if people yeah. want to come on, they've got to tell me and then we'll do it. I'm hundred percent for that. Yes. Yeah, that's how it goes. Um we recorded two episodes. <laughs> <laughs> um but 
yeah um, hopefully this one will be good i'm yeah. sure yeah i think yeah 100 percent. that's great yeah yeah, yeah very yeah. nice good, all right good, good so have fun olga with the rest of i don't know your gap yeah yeah i shall thank you so much for coming along it was great fun you know you know my ending now don't you i do i do three two one huzzah <laughs> <laughs> that's great thank you so much